the Catholic Church and um, the seeming reluctance to offer an apology for their involvement in the residential schools in our country. And in the wake of the discovery of the 215 children's bodies at the site of that former school in Kamloops, there have been repeated calls on the Catholic Church, and indeed the Pope himself, to apologize for the Church's involvement in Canada's school system. A papal apology was mentioned as one of the steps to reconciliation in the Truth and Reconciliation Report. The Prime Minister says he personally asked the Pope to apologize back in 2018. Calls that, to this point, have continued to go unanswered. Now, Jeremy Bergen is an Associate Professor of Religious Studies and Theological Studies at Conrad Grable University College at the University of Waterloo. He's also the author of Ecclesial Repentance, The Churches Confront Their Sinful Pasts. Um, Professor Bergen, thank you so much for joining us this morning. I really appreciate your time. Thank you for having me. So, yeah, you've done a lot of work taking a look at um, this this very issue, as a matter of fact, and and you you contend there's there's actually a theological reason to why the Catholic Church may be hesitant to come out and issue a forthright apology, right? Yes, I, I think many people, uh, especially those observing, are, are kind of puzzled by what many of the Catholic statements that don't seem to land. They don't seem to yeah. really acknowledge full responsibility. And I think there might be many reasons, uh, including liability and other things, but I think one of the theological reasons um, is is in Catholic uh, self-understanding, at least in traditional Catholic self-understanding, the Church itself uh, is not a body that sins, is not a body that does wrong. And certainly members and individuals, even leaders, you know, they can all do wrong. And so many of these public statements um, that have been made by bishops and, and by popes in the past have acknowledged wrongs done by individuals. And I think when it comes to the residential schools, a question, there's no question that there are many wrongs done by individuals, and so that has to be acknowledged. I'm not taking away from that at all. Mm-hmm. But I think there's also the, the fact that the policy itself, the Church's very involvement, this was a decision that was made by the Church at the time, and until the Church in the present acknowledges that and says that it was wrong, um, there, you know, these statements will not really communicate the, the, the level of seriousness uh, that is called for in this case. Yeah, because you're right. We have seen statements that come close to an apology. They, they recognize the, the struggle and the hardship and the wrongdoing, but they don't actually apologize for it. So it's a very fine line you're talking about here. It is. It is. And I think, um, I, I think one of the things that that's important to recognize, and I, I, I think sometimes the Catholic Church hasn't done as well on this as it could, is to, is to simply recognize that, you know, these, these statements are going to be interpreted by the public, by the public who may not appreciate all the nuances of, of the statements. Um, and, and so to really, uh, you know, my advice to them would be to, to make public statements with, with the public in mind. Um, and to and to uh, you know and to not be vague, but but to really be very clear and definitive. What is the delineation between the papal apology and other levels of Catholic hierarchy apologizing? Because we have seen several bishops, including mm-hmm. the bishop here in Alberta, who has come forward and issued a you know a very heartfelt apology. It's full stop. Yes, yes, I think so. You know, and I think. Um, you know, I think there's no formula for this. I think here, too, uh, I, I think at, at this point, uh, there have been many uh, statements by individual bishops, by individual, um, you know, uh, religious orders that ran schools. Some of them have been very, uh, very comprehensive. Some of them have, 
you know, have, have been less adequate. And I think in some ways there's just a lot of noise out there. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think the public is simply at this point, uh, especially survivors and their families and so on, saying, you know, this is something that needs to be given a kind of a definitive statement. Um, and, and really only the Pope can do that. And so, I mean, the Pope, there is a track record, uh, yeah. different Popes, Pope John Paul II, uh, other Popes have, have spoken uh, words of regret. They haven't always acknowledged the Church was the uh, entity that did wrong, but they've certainly uh, asked forgiveness and so on in the past. So there's precedent for this. And I think, um, you know, I, I think just in, in terms of the ability to communicate to those who need to hear it as a kind of a definitive final apology, but not final in the sense that, you know, now everything's done and it can move on. I think in many ways what what I hear um, from those who have been so deeply affected by the residential schools is that this apology statement is necessary in order for much of the hard work of reconciliation to proceed. But it's a kind of a statement of what the truth is, uh, acknowledging the truth of the past and saying the Church did this, the Church should not have done this, and now the Church commits to a new way forward. Right, so asking for a full-blown apology is probably not going to move this needle at all. Um, sort of reevaluating what kind of a statement you need from the Church in order to advance this is the better way to go. I think so. Yes. You mentioned some of the historical precedent. We have seen popes issue, I guess, were they not full apologies? I'm just thinking of the incidents with Africa and other areas like that. The the church has issued more fulsome apologies, haven't they? Well, uh, so I think different parts of the church have. So, so it's it's sometimes interesting to um, compare how uh, you know a, a papal apology might be reported in the in the public press versus what a pope actually said. So, even with the word "sorry" or with the word "apology," for example, that that was a word that Pope John Paul II almost never used, and yet, you know, he would ask God for forgiveness for things that were done by members of the church. And so that wasn't quite an apology in that the word sorry wasn't used, and it wasn't necessarily saying the church did something wrong, but rather people who are members of the church did something wrong. But I think as as those are received, those sorts of distinctions aren't meaningful, I think, for many members of the public. Uh, and so it's reported as an apology and maybe assessed as an apology, but as an apology, it also maybe seems to fall short. Um, but I think part of what I wanted to say in my opinion piece is that I really do believe there are the resources within the Catholic Church's own self-understanding to, to say the Church was wrong, that holiness and sinfulness in the Church, it's not a zero-sum game. Right. They can exist at the same, you know, simultaneously. Um and that this kind of kind of uh, admission is is necessary, a kind of confession, a repentance, uh, is necessary in order to commit to the kinds of things that that need to be done into the future. Very interesting. I hadn't heard that before. I really appreciate your time. Thank you so much. Thank you. I appreciate your interest. Yeah, that's Jeremy Bergen, who is an associate professor of religious studies and theological studies at Conrad Grable University College at the University of Waterloo, also the author of Ecclesial Repentance, the Churches Confront Their Sinful Past.